0: My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com
1: Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know.
2: So keep your I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again.
1: Listen to the kids.
2: Welcome to Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. <laughs> my name's Chris Lambert <laughs> uh, my name is Travis Bean and I feel empowered right now I mean Chris you're, you're in the Black Void too right you're, you're with me on this I mean I have I have some lights spilling in through the windows I've it's noticed not, that yeah uh, it's not a complete uh, midnight at <laughs> noon as it is for you <laughs> well you have generally more favorable Kanye opinions so uh, your punishment isn't as, isn't as severe as mine Um, You know me I like drunken hot girls. I like see you in my nightmares. I like close on Sunday I love the chick-fil-a line. I think that might have been the last straw Um, But yeah, you know, we're both here floating in this blackness that is the Washington thorn studios and uh, We're here to talk about something that ironically though. There's no There's no darkness associated with this story. This is a wonderful story. We're gonna hear from (laughs) you today Yeah, it's the story of how I met (laughs) Kanye West (laughs) any story where you meet Kanye West like needs to be told in like several chapters I feel like yeah this one has
3: a has a little bit of a an epic fortuitous quality to it right it wasn't uh, it feels more destined is a dramatic word but Uh, a lot of luck a lot of elements came around to just be like oh here I am talking with
2: Kanye West (laughs) and this is great because I literally I don't know anything um, I, I, no, actually, I, yeah. Yeah. go ahead. you don't. I was in Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah, you were just in L.A., but like, you, it, lots of people go to L.A. A lot of people went to L.A., in fact, this weekend for the Super Bowl, and none of them met Kanye, but you did.
3: Yeah, it's just funny because I was on this trip, and we haven't actually gotten a chance to sit down and talk. This is actually yeah. going to be Travis's first time <laughs> hearing how everything came about. i so excited. I think you know some, like... It, Bits and pieces just from, yeah, like some of the behind the scenes stuff that we've talked about in
2: general. Like, you could kind of see how it would lead to this, Mm -hmm. but you don't know the details. I don't, and uh, the the angels in the details, the devil in the details doesn't work today because today only goodness (laughs) is in the details. That's right, that's right, that's right. (laughs) All right, so where do we start? You're going to LA. Why are you going to LA? All right, so I have
3: family in Los Angeles that's uh, well. Uh, Last year in January, I think of 2021, my uncle passed away Mm -hmm. and they weren't able to have the funeral right away. They were supposed to have a celebration of life sometime at the end of 2021. And that got pushed back due to everything with Omicron and everything. So they had it set another date and my wife and I just decided, okay, we're going to go like first week of March. We're going to go to Los Angeles. Like, see my family, see my aunts, and just kind of have that, like, comforting experience. Um, And then we also have some friends from Austin that moved there that my wife has really been wanting to go and visit and see. So we have this whole, like, little mini trip planned out that's just going to be a few days. Hmm. But then something else came up here where another group of friends was like, hey, can you please be here this weekend for this thing? So then I was like, all right, we have to change the tickets. Yeah. Where When are we going to go? And I'm like scouring. I spent like two hours trying to figure out like me and my Jewish heart, what was the best, <laughs> the best deal for the, for the flights. Yeah. So it's like, if we leave like Thursday and come back Monday, if we leave Wednesday, come back Sunday, and I'm doing it for all these different weeks and finally just decided, you know what? Let's just do my birthday weekend.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like,
3: Let's just go out to Los Angeles, birthday like week, we'll leave the 9th, spend the 10th through the 13th, and it'll be a great time, mm-hmm. right? And <laughs> after we do that, it comes up that I can do an interview with Kudi and Shike for Genius, mm-hmm. the Kanye Netflix documentary that comes out tomorrow, where if you're listening to this tomorrow. Like it's the 15th, but if you're listening on the 16th, it's it's out right now. So yeah. go watch it. Mm-hmm. But part one. So I got to I got to watch part one, part two, part three. And then on the ninth, like the day or no, the eighth, the day before I left, I actually got to do this interview with Kudi and Shike. It was a video call. And I'm talking with them and it's just like a good time. Like they recognize me. They're just like Chris, yeah. like thank you so much for the reviews. Was awesome. Like everything. Yeah. We posted it, right? <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, so it's it was cool like to get to meet those guys like digitally, yeah, right? right? But uh, they were talking about you know Genius and the Genius premiere, and I knew there was going to be a Los Angeles premiere. And actually, one of the executive producers for the documentary, uh, this guy Kevin, who's awesome, I had actually talked with him. Back in 2019, Mm -hmm. when we first started as Forbes contributors, uh, there's this guy, Chris Stiles, who brought me the Brothers story, who was just like, hey, I worked on that song Brothers that never came out. (laughs) I have, like, all this information if you want to write the story. So I talked with Chris, who put me in touch with Kevin, and Kevin, who had been at Bad Boy, and I worked at Bad Boy, has all these connections with people in the hip hop space is a lawyer who now does like a lot of like legal contract stuff for a Mm -hmm. lot of these like 2000s, 2010s hip hop artists was uh, the second person I talked to for that story and who ended up putting me in touch with seven Aurelius um, and helping me write this like huge epic (laughs) about the song brothers. So I was actually in touch with Kevin and was actually talking with him the night before i left and mentioned that i was actually going to be in los angeles he's like oh you know that everybody's out here for the for the premiere right i was like oh no (laughs) i did not know that i was like but it would be cool like to actually get to meet like kudi and chike if there's an opportunity he's like yeah 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 um you know they're doing this like other thing so let me see if i can get you a ticket to this thing i was like okay cool so a couple days pass. Like, I get to Los Angeles, do all the birthday stuff, reach out to Kevin, and he's like, All right, I'm going to get you this ticket for this thing on Saturday. And I was like, I actually can't do Saturday. That's when I'm driving out, like, outside of Los Angeles to see my family and do this thing. He's like, Okay, here, there's this thing Friday. Come to that. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I had no idea. And I saw there was like the Jesus experience mm-hmm. or the genius experience. Right. And I remember there had been a website that went up at one point that talked about the Genius experience and you could get tickets for it, but it was sold out as soon as the link was sent to us. Right. So I never knew what it was or what it was going to be. And what Kevin initially told me was something about like archive footage. It seemed more like a, an exhibit. Right. So I didn't really realize I was going to be going to a party. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got the email and the email is talking about this party at this like LA's top restaurant. Wait, let me, let me bring up the email here. Mm. All right. It says the genius experience attendee details. We are pleased that you can join us tonight for the opening night of the genius experience. Right. Doesn't really tell you too much. Mm -hmm. Um, Is located at mother wolf inside citizen news. Like, there's valet parking, you know, just kind of show up. Mm -hmm. You're going to need, like, a PCR test. (laughs) Uh Like, you're going to have to have a COVID test. And I honestly thought with the COVID test, I was like, well, I'm not going to go. Right. Like, it initially (laughs) said you had to have it before 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I got the email, like, within 24 hours that I was going. So I was just like, okay, you know... (laughs) We're like with our friends. It's gonna be initially. It said eight thirty at night. You need the negative test. I was not gonna go get tested at like midnight right. the night before, um, but then they pushed it back to nine thirty. They said they were gonna do testing on sites. Mm. And eh, okay, yeah, you know, sure. it'd be good to it'd be good to meet like Kudi Chike Kevin. See what else is going on. Maybe I'd get to meet like a couple other people that would be interesting. Uh-huh. So I ended up going, and we had rented a car. So we had spent the day in like downtown Los Angeles. We had gone to this food hall thing that was amazing, uh, gone to the main Los Angeles train station that's like their Grand Central Station, mm-hmm. just kind of took in some of the downtown LA sites, um, headed back to our friend's place, and had a little bit of time to kind of like crash and decompress. I was like, all right, well. <laughs> I'm off. I don't know what to expect. I'm going to go be in the vicinity
2: of Kanye. (laughs) I had no idea he was even going to be there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, You you wouldn't know that. Yeah, at that
3: point, because the last thing I had heard Ye say about the documentary was Drake needs to narrate, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, all right, Drake's not narrating. And he had been kind of opposed to the documentary. I don't know if he's gonna be like off in Miami, if he's working on the album, like how into it is he going to be. So I get like I drive out to this uh, Mother Wolf place, and I initially pull up on the side street. It's in like downtown Hollywood, right? So it's you're in the midst of Hollywood. There's all this traffic, and I see all these people standing outside the front, and I roll down the window. I'm like, "Hey, um, where's the valet?" And the guy points, and he's like. You just passed it and it was literally like five feet behind me uh-huh. <laughs> where I could almost turn in or if I could back up a little bit, I could turn in, but there was also a line of six cars behind me. Boom. So I just had to kind of go around the block and all of this is important because the timing <laughs> works out so specifically uh-huh. well for me. <laughs> uh, so I end up having to drive around the block once. And all these other bars are having events because it's Friday night, downtown Hollywood, uh, week Super Bowl weekend, right? right? I think a, a couple stops away, Justin Bieber was hosting some kind of show. Mm. And, um, so I end up on this one side street, like trying to make the, like the first right turn, going around, and I just sit behind a bus for ten minutes that won't get out of the way, <laughs> and then finally get up to the traffic light, and somebody just sits through the entire green light, despite me honking. <laughs> Until they finally, like, go through when it turns yellow. And then I just have to wait at the traffic light for all the other cars to go. I finally get to make the right turn, make the right turn. I'm back on the streets. I pull in, park, get out, and then have to do the COVID test. And it's a rapid test, 15 minutes. So they go and swab, swab. And I'm just standing in this holding area with a few other people. I try to make, like, a couple jokes to people and they... (laughs) Don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, you're in LA.
2: Like, they're too cool for that.
3: Yeah, I was just like, "Ah, da 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 da. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. okay. Everybody else is like in a group of like two, three, four, and I'm just there by myself. Yeah, right. Um, And I start checking Twitter, and that's when I see somebody posted like Kanye arriving at the Genius premiere. Yeah. And I see that, and that's (laughs) the first moment where I'm like,
2: oh, wait now i have insight into chris i think if anybody else in the world like well maybe by anybody else in the world i mean me saw that i would like instantly be terrified and like at no point would the thought enter my head like "Ooh, how can i find kanye and get a picture with him i feel like that's immediately <laughs> what you thought actually i i still wasn't <laughs> i was just
3: like maybe i'll get to meet kanye but i also have no idea like what i'm walking into is right he, yeah like, that's true will he even be where there? is this yeah will he be there what is this like okay so i'm still like outside i'm just looking across the street so i i tweet like i'm about to go to this party i take a photo of the the genius experience banner that's across the street from me and finally like i my time's up i'm cleared i go across the street i go in and I walk in, and it's just this really fancy Italian restaurant huh. that looks like something a mob owner <laughs> would right. have. Like It's just like columns and all these red leather booths, uh-huh. marble tabletops everywhere, like really open air, but there's sections. So it's like you walk in, and the bar's immediately to your right, and it's this giant like floor-to-ceiling bar. This roof is like... 20 feet high it's like Mm -hmm. very spacious Uh, the bar is really long and just past the bar you have all these standing like marble top cocktail Mm -hmm. tables and then you have the first section of booths and it's like these c-shaped booths along a divide and then booths on the the back side of the divide so it's like you have the, the bar section with the back booths and then you have your first like booth dining section where you just have like one row of C-shaped booths, a a gap, and then another row of C-shaped booths, the divider, and then it goes to another area and then another area. So there's like four sections through the place. So the first two sections were accessible. Like you could go along the bar area in that space between the bar and the booths and then go into that first booth area. And then beyond that, it was VIP. So Mm. they just had some servers standing there. And I tried just like doing a lap and they're like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> you stay where you are. So I think there was about like 50 people when I first walked in, like there were clearly people there, but it wasn't like packed mm-hmm. or anything. And I'm looking around, I don't see Kanye. I don't see like Kuti or Shike. I don't see anybody recognizable in any way. Uh, grab a drink from a server. And I'm just kind of like, Going around, doing a lap, doing another lap, not seeing anyone, like checking Twitter, and make it through my drink very quickly. And it's been maybe twenty minutes. I haven't talked to anybody. What you drink, right It was (laughs) a. I don't remember the first one. They had like some kind of pink cocktail that they were serving, and then something that was I forget what it. It's not a Manhattan. But it's something that's like an Italian version of a man. Oh, okay. A Vucaret? No. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't like it all that much. So I was like, yeah, I'm okay. just gonna get Scotch. Nice. So I'm go- I'm going to the bar and I'm standing like right by Quavo. Oh. Like, and wow. that's when things like, I'm like, oh, okay. So here's Quavo. <laughs> <laughs> He's like right in front of me like literally like if he takes a step back yeah. he's bumping into my shoulder. Yeah. Star meter rises
2: in that moment like ding 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 ding.
3: Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, here we are. This is okay. And he's wearing this like red outfit. Looks awesome. Yeah. And I don't have a it's funny because I'm not like a big migos fan right. at all. So there's no like <laughs> there's no what do you emotion say that, it, there's no emotion of me being like, oh, how do I talk to him? How do I get a picture? <laughs> and it's just kind of like, okay, like, cool, he's here. Um, but it was a, definitely admiring like the outfit and everything mm-hmm. that he had rocking with. But that's when I looked to the right and I realized uh, Jason Lee was at the bar. Ooh! So Jason Lee, uh, Hollywood Unlocked. Right, uh, He recently has become like head of Donda Media. He and Ye connected a month ago and have really been working like closely with Jason, giving Ye a lot of coaching in terms of media and how to deal with the media. He was the one that told Ye that he should make the post about trying to see Chicago on her birthday and make it public. Mm. And uh, they had that 45 minute interview that they did together, which was really great. So I see Jason there. I was just like, oh, I should talk with Jason. You know, he's doing, he did the Future Brunch. He's head of Donda media now. He and Ye are working closely on Black Future Month stuff. Let them know. Like, we're yeah. around, we're available. So he has a group of, like, five people around him that are kind of, like, asking questions. He's talking to this woman. He's ordering drinks. And I'm just kind of, like, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get to talk to him in a second, yeah. wait for him to leave the bar, biting my time. And I looked to the left and there's Kanye. <laughs> How close? <laughs> like, uh, at that point it would be like 10 feet, 15 feet. Whoa. That's next uh, level. N- no mask. <laughs> and I had seen somebody walk by with a mask on earlier. I was like, that doesn't seem like yay. It, yeah. <laughs> but they had the mask on. They had a gold chain, but I was like, that looks a little too like taller, a little too skinnier. Right. Um, so it's just like Kanye, no mask, standing there and all the like all these people just like rush up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and I had this thought of like, oh, how do I ever get through that? <laughs> like, do I start trying to go over a maneuver? Do I squeeze my way in? Yeah. And I'm already feeling this sense like this is gonna be a little bit of a lost cause. Yeah. But right. like it's cool that I'm getting to see him in person. He's right there. And you can kind of see him like smiling, talking to people. And I look back at Jason and I'm waiting to see like what Jason's doing. (laughs) And then I look and Kanye's just walking right past me, like towards me and then past me. And so Jason was like to my right. Kanye was to my left. Uh And I'm like spun around as Kanye walks past me and like walks up to Jason. And (laughs) I try to say, Hey Kanye, my name's Chris Lambert. Oh gosh. And it doesn't really come out. I'm just a little like shell-shocked.
2: <laughs> uh, I was just like uh, pretty understandable. Yeah, just like a first grader trying to talk to a firefighter. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I got to say if I I don't think I've ever witnessed that like you unable to turn on the charm. I it was
3: uh <laughs> yeah, and it was loud in there too, <laughs> right. so like um, yeah. Yeah. I was I was a uh, was a bit shell-shocked. So then Ye's talking to Jason and they're just standing there like right in front of me yeah like as close to me as guevo was Where like if he <laughs> like yays, like jackets like touching my elbow at oh times. gosh yeah like i'm saying like not like five feet away not three feet away it's like i'm part of the conversation <laughs> even though i'm not
2: <laughs> you were you're just ha- waiting for connie to turn around and be like what do you think chris I mean they were facing me like they were like <laughs> it was almost like I was
3: included in the, like if anybody was looking it seemed like yay Jason and this little guy was were yeah. like talking because yay has his boots on like Jason's like a little taller and stronger looking and then I'm just like looking up at both of them <laughs> and uh they're just kind of like hey good to see you like blah 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 and they're kind of like leaning in and not quite whispering, but it's still right. so loud that it's a little hard to hear what they're saying. And I'm just kind of like looking back and forth between both of them. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Not trying to eavesdrop, but also not trying to like turn my back on the on the moments. Uh, let's see what opportunity arises. <laughs> and then Jason goes back to the bar, and Ye just turns around, and he's standing there, like not doing anything. Whoa. It's like when the sim has no. <laughs> has no, uh, like, command.
2: Yeah, you haven't so commanded just... them to, like, read a book or, like, wash the dishes.
3: Yes. Yeah, so he's, like, inactive, just gazing around the room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. He did it just, like, immediately walk away. He's right here. Was so there a I green to... diamond
2: above his head? <laughs> yeah, right. Like,
3: <laughs> interact. So I go to say something, and this guy walks up with this girl, oh, like yeah. a pretty L.A. girl, and he's just like... Yay, I want you to meet Marissa, or whatever her name was. And she does, like, the little dainty, like, puts the hand out with the the palm down, the fingers Uh, forward. They do it to me all the time. (laughs) You know know what I'm talking about. People recognize me from the channel all the time. And so, Yay kind of, like, takes her hand and is like, hello. And she's like, it's nice to meet you. He's like, nice to meet you. And then he introduces a second girl. And then a third girl. Whoa. Jeez. I know. It's just like a string of How like, do you compete? You know, I'm just I'm just standing there like I yeah, I can't. I just Kanye's right here and I'm not gonna be able to talk to him because like all these other people are <laughs> seizing the opportunity in a m in a way
2: I'm not necessarily comfortable with. <laughs> I would love at that and, moment if you just like walked up, reached out your hand, like, hi there, Chris Labert. <laughs> like just interrupt everything. Yeah. Ah, back up, back up, back up. It's my time.
3: It's my time. <laughs> so that happens, and then somebody hands him a drink, and he has, like, two drinks in his hand. One in, like, a tall, thin glass, one in, like, a short, squat, like, scotch glass. And he sips one, sips the other, and then kind of, like, takes a moment and goes, I like them both. <laughs> and people around laugh. That's I'm a- And then they, like, take the drinks, and he's kind of just standing there again. There's just this pause. <laughs> and I'm, like... Looking around, like is this is this it? This like coast is clear, like nobody <laughs> else is around. Like he's still standing right there. And at this point, I'm on his like three o'clock, right? I'm like uh-huh. to his right arm. He's still directly in front of me. Like if I tried putting my arms out ahead of me, I would just push Kanye into a pillar. <laughs> you didn't that's, do that? Like I did. Not, I did not do okay. that. better story, so but that's okay. that's how close we are, and. I just go, yay! Do you mind if I introduce myself? And oh, wow. he kind of he glances down at me, and he's like, I'm five <laughs> he six. He's five seven. <laughs> he but he felt like he was like seven feet tall. Yeah, Kanye. Like, kind of, yeah. He has the boots on yeah, the too, boots. so he's just like, so he like kind of glances out of the corner of his eye and nods. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, I'm Chris Lambert uh, from the Kanye podcast. And he goes, oh, yeah, and has this smile on his face, like a genuine,
2: (gasps) like, oh,
3: like, recognition and gives me the little, like, handshake, dab, hug, hug combo. And I was like, oh, man. wow! Oh, man. Okay. Like, he recognized, like, the Kanye podcast moniker. I uh, got the genuine "oh yeah" reaction. It wasn't like, and I would I would be honest <laughs> if it was like a "oh yeah," like he had no idea. Or like who a we "oh were. yeah, yeah," like that. And just like, "Hey man, what are you doing here? Did you sneak <laughs> in? Like, security, come get the." It. But he was just like, "No, oh yeah," with like a smile. So I got Love I got it. like a I got a Kanye smile. You won't know it from the photo, but it's, got a Kanye <laughs> smile. Uh, so then. You have the like the awkward pause where it's like now what do I say to him? Right. Did you and not plan ahead? No. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> I either. honestly, yeah, I had no idea what. And you know, I in this in the times that I've imagined this, I've always imagined pitching the movie
2: interview. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I think in hindsight I'm still sad that I forgot to do that. Uh-huh. Um but in the moment instead of asking him for something Right, I wanted to try and give something, so sure. I said I really enjoyed your Black Future Month speech, which was I do believe the last thing I made a video on before mm-hmm. leaving for Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh yeah, you like that?" I was like, "Yeah, I thought it was like a a great mission, a great uh, goal. It's it's something that I feel like is very necessary." And he was like. What did he say? He said, I didn't, I don't always know I'm going to be giving speeches. Uh So I wasn't sure what I was going to say. I was just kind of like going off the cuff. So essentially just saying like, it wasn't a written out speech that he was given, which was really impressive to me because listening to the speech, he has some moments where he just casually goes into rhymes (laughs) and has like a whole flow without it feeling paused or without it feeling like he just thought of it it's like he's just in the midst of a thought and goes into like four rhyming lines right and that actually made me think he had written everything out and then he's just like i don't always know i'm gonna be giving speeches and i wasn't sure what i was gonna say but yet he had these rhymes i was like yo you were rhyming like it was deaf poetry jam (laughs) (laughs) it was really cool to hear and that was uh that was that yeah. so we had like that little pause and i was like do you mind if i get a picture because i think somebody else started like waving him towards them right and he just kind of stood there
2: <laughs> not and saying yes we or had no. like
3: not saying yes or no and he goes go ahead <laughs> wow and i guess he was like already expecting me to like take the picture uh-huh. so it was it like so then he kind of like this poor man yes go ahead take yeah. <laughs> the picture so then i hold up my camera and nobody was like right there for me to just be like hey take this photo and i didn't want to try and scramble to find someone yeah just for kanye to be like well you know what yeah i'm gonna walk <laughs> <Peace>. away." <laughs> yeah so i turn on like the reverse camera and then hold it out and i'm doing that thing where i have him in the frame but half my face is cut off so then I tried turning the camera to fit me in the frame, but I'm turning it the opposite direction, which means I'm even less in the frame. Yeah, My hand's a little shaky. And then I realize how I'm holding it, I can't actually click the button. Uh, the so worst. the first time I try to click the button, <clears throat> I almost drop the camera. It just, it looks <laughs> so amateurish. <It's> adorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then I finally just was able to get like this quick, like, let me lean back so I'm better in the frame and take the picture and <laughs> I look ridiculous it's better though that it like looks ridiculous I know like it's like I'm double chinning due to leaning back sure. like, we've all been there my my hair looks strange <laughs> uh just painful all around but it's a picture with yay so then at that point he just like he walked off I was like thanks yay and he went away yeah and he he went back to like the VIP area for a bit and came back and was hanging out to the left side of the bar for a while, and I don't know if Usher was there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize it at the time, but seeing photos later, I was like, I feel like I saw Usher and just didn't realize that was right. Usher, but um, he was kind of hanging out around a lot of people that Cheney Jones um girl that everybody keeps saying is like the kim clone uh-huh was there but she wasn't really talking with yay she was nearby but she wasn't she wasn't like acting like she was with yay she was just talking with her own people um i saw a little or da baby oh wow. <laughs> at one point i didn't see him in the party but he was in the the waiting area mm-hmm. like kind of the the vip entrance and exit um, I kind of saw him and Ye talking, because uh, at one point I went around for another ten minutes and completely forgot that Kanye was there. <laughs> right. Like I was just kind of focused on who else I might meet and see, and then at one point I turned around, I was like, "Oh yeah, Kanye's still here." Like yeah. I'm still at a party with Ye, uh, seeing him talking with people, but he seemed like he was having a good time. I'd see him like kind of talking, laughing. Uh, there wasn't any. Especially with the Instagram posts that would happen in yeah. the following days, <laughs> you would never get the sense that that was the energy that he was carrying around. <laughs> yeah, right. Like in that moment, he was just like, looked, was making jokes, was calm, having fun. Eh. Um, yeah. So he eventually, I think he spent like an hour, or maybe less than an hour, uh, like 45 minutes and
2: then bounced. Nice. Wow, and you got in there. I mean, that's, you you seemed like you got pretty lucky. Like, if he had been across the room and, like, with people, it probably would have been really hard to get in there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just, like, it all worked out to the point where me arriving when I did, (laughs) like, deciding to drink really fast and go get another drink and ending up at a spot at the bar that was taking way too long. Yeah but position me between like (laughs) Quavo and Jason Lee Mm -hmm. and then me deciding to like talk to Jason Lee. I just happened to be in like the perfect position for Ye to come through and come up to me essentially (laughs) where I didn't have to work to try and talk with him but just happened to be perfect like the perfect time the perfect place (laughs) with everything kind of aligning had i gotten there later would have missed him had i gotten there much earlier i may have settled in i actually normally try and just strike up conversations with people but had it talked to anybody (laughs) that entire time so yay was the first
2: person i talked to at the party wow um I know this to and be true I, about you. Like whenever we would go to a film festival, you, you just talk to anybody and everybody in the vicinity. Yeah. Just like, Hey, what's up? What's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me things.
3: Uh, and then I did get to talk with Jason Lee. Oh, you he did? did not know. Yeah. He did not know who we were. That's okay. Uh, or who we are. Uh, I was just like Chris Lambert uh, watching the throne Kanye podcast. He's like, Nope, no idea. I was like, wow. I'd spoken with uh, Michael Scher a, pr about perhaps interviewing you about the future brunch and everything he's like nope had it heard i was like okay yeah, cool <laughs> but i was just like you know the kanye community has been very appreciative of you it's nice to have somebody in the media that's on your ye's side or understanding and realizing there's like a human here and looking at things from his perspective rather than just clicks right so we had a we spoke for a few minutes just about like Yay and in general and him uh leading up Donda Media. So I got his contact and uh just got an email and was like, hey, talk to my assistant. So oh, I don't think there's gonna be like a great collaboration between yeah. Watching the Throne and Hollywood Unlocked soon, but it was at nice it was at least nice to get to meet Jason, thank him, and let him know that the the Kanye community is is really appreciated him being a new character in the Kanye universe yeah right <laughs> and uh, the the work that he's done so far so wow I let him know that the the fans were appreciative of what he was doing
2: I, anyone else at the party worth speaking about
3: uh yeah uh are you leading me into <laughs> tales of Rihanna
2: <laughs> I just want to hear about Rihanna Rihanna and ASAP yeah. like I, I'm all in on
3: that well so I ended up uh seeing Kevin and Kevin's like, oh, hey, by the way, like two of the people that you wrote about in the Brothers article, Chris and Genesis the gray kid who did this beautiful art for Brothers um, that was this giant painting that he made for the, for the show, for the piece, ended up being the cover photo of the article. Mm. Both Chris and Genesis were there. So I was talking with them, talking with Kevin, which was cool. And we were in that second section of booths not like the bar section but the first booth section and the DJ table was straight down at the end of the booths mm-hmm. and for most of the night the area had been really clear but in the middle of us talking all these people swarmed that spot <laughs> and it was maybe 20 minutes after late uh, yay Ye left yeah and I remember thinking like it's really strange that all these people are standing in front of the DJ table like what could possibly be so fascinating about? Yeah, right. The DJ, like the music's okay, but what? And then I heard like whoever was DJing, like talking a little bit more, and finally someone's like ASAP. I was like, what? Yeah. And it just turned out like ASAP Rocky was the DJ for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point he's just like, yeah, shout out Netflix. And I was like, okay, well, I guess so. They're like. Props to Netflix. Yeah. So I go around and I'm like watching ASAP. He had this like mask on. It was somebody else, I think, was actually DJing, but ASAP was kind of like ad libbing, like hyping, mini performing, yeah. rocking out, just bringing energy, and people are like into it. And I look across. I'm standing like to the the deeper booths, mm-hmm. and I look across <clears throat> the the gap towards the booths on the other side, and just see Rihanna like, smiling, looking on at Asa, like, looking on at Rocky. I was like, what, Rihanna's just, like, hanging out? And as impressed as I was that Rihanna was there, she had on her table, like, these two giant untouched pizzas. And I just wanted to, like, eat the pizza. (laughs) It looked so good. And we're at this, like, fancy downtown Yeah. Like Italian restaurant, you know that the chef made the the best pizza that they've ever made because it's Rihanna. (laughs) And so there were like two other pizzas that had been eaten, but these other two pizzas that hadn't. I was just like, I want to eat the pizza, but I did not get to. Ah,
2: man, that would have been a great ending to the story.
3: I know, right? It's just like (laughs) I reached over, grabbed a piece. Your hands touched. Your gave me the the thumbs up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but she just she was cool there was guards at the tables so like there was more security right. around Rihanna than there had been around yay um, but nobody was really like bothering her and I did take a picture but that's because there were like eight other people taking pictures throughout the night and there was even media people that were there taking photos so I was just like alright if we have some media people here taking photos and other people are taking pictures. I don't mind like grabbing a quick snap, right? Um, but that was that was cool. And then I got to meet like Kudi and Chike in person and talk mm. with them. Got to meet a few other people that worked on uh, Genius, like a couple guys that were doing some of the Netflix special features, like some of the interviews, some of the breakout content. Uh, the guys that did the music for it, which is cool because. At the end of part two, there's this Akira like music that comes in. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was such a fan, that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And they're like, thank you. <laughs> um, and then that was that was pretty much that was pretty much it. I um Jay Ivy was there, but I did get to talk to Jay Ivy and I think there was another like bigger person that was there that I Am forgetting who it was, but <laughs> that was the experience. Kudi and Chike were really cool yeah. in person. Um, it just it was a it was a fun time, great party, good job Netflix, and it was cool to get to meet Yay. Ye.
2: Oh yeah, that's incredible, Chris. You've done something few Kanye fans have had the opportunity to do. <laughs> I know, including Got me. To meet them. Get to talk with them. <laughs> I can feel Kanye's energy like flowing from you across the airwaves <laughs> into my microphone that's right let it
3: bask over you travis
2: i mean if anything's going to bring light into this room that's it
3: <laughs> you just installed like a automatic curtain <laughs> razor so you can hit button, light button have the light yeah um i don't know any uh, any questions any uh
2: any follow-ups yeah. so, to the story so you were there probably a couple hours
3: yeah, I got there. It said it started at 9:30. I think I got in at 9:49:50 and I left around
2: 1 one fifteen in the morning. Nice. And yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. You, you did way more than I would have ever done. Like I would have been scared <laughs> shitless and just like hanging off in, in the rafters, you know.
3: Yeah, it was a uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. But I like to think if Kanye was standing right in front of you, you'd be like, all right, well, I might as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, pitching the movie podcast, that would have been cool, but who knows? That could also be really yeah. weird. Like, maybe it's better to go, I don't know. We're going to make it happen someday, and I don't know how, but <laughs> yeah, maybe we should reach out to somebody who can contact him. It just didn't feel like the, the right thing to be like, hi, yeah.
3: my name's Chris Lambert. Do you want to do this interview with us? And just be like, <laughs> no. Did you mention
2: the slumber party at least?
3: <laughs> I, you know, wanted to wanted to save
2: that. That's a uh, that's third conversation kind of stuff. What if you were talking to Kanye, and then like all of a sudden Jay Z walks up out of nowhere on on one side of Kanye, and they're talking. Then all of a sudden another Jay Z walks up on the other side of Kanye. <laughs> I would be for, for newer <laughs> listeners.
3: We used to have a a running joke about. We used to do Jay-Z news at the end of episodes just because it was, the show's called Watching the Throne, but we never talked about (laughs) Jay-Z. So we'd do Jay-Z news and we'd just make up the news yeah, and we'd do very serious Kanye news talks and then make up Jay-Z news. It got slowly more and more out of control. Yeah. To where there was a clone (laughs) Jay-Z called Clay-Z.
2: It's still really good. It still makes me laugh. Yeah. And
3: we're going to write the life and times of Clay-Z at some point.
2: Yeah, when we have nothing else left to talk about regarding Kanye, like, that's where we'll be. Yeah, we'll be analyzing
3: Clay Z's albums, and they're just lyrics that we wrote. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty
2: much Jay-Z albums, but we just, like, tweak a few things. <laughs> Unreasonable doubts. <laughs> uh, the uh, the black... No, I don't know. I was going to say the white album, but that's already in an album. That wouldn't work.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Eh, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we're still working on it.
3: What's the opposite of four forty
2: four? Uh, eight eighty eight. Uh, or, sure. Or, or I guess you could do if it's four forty four p.m. You could do like sixteen forty four in military Ooh. time. Ooh, mm. yeah, those are the tweaks. There those are the tweaks. That's really good brainstorming. The, yeah, I mean, l- this is gold. You're all getting live here. This is pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, but if Jay-Z had walked up, I I don't know. I just would have been like, oh. oh.
2: I would have shit my pants. <laughs> just be like, hey, Jay, what's up, man? <laughs> Sorry about the spell. Okay. Um, anything else noteworthy from the, the weekend? I
3: don't think so. I had the best pizza of my life. Ooh, that was the thing that happened. Yum. uh yum. What, what kind of pizza? What style? It, it was a... Uh, a chorizo oh so like an italian we're at an italian like brunch place mm-hmm. galena i think it is in santa monica mm-hmm. and they have this house chorizo pizza that's just like this chorizo red sauce and it was amazing do, do you know what style of pizza was was it just like thin crust yeah like a thin
2: like fire oven italian pizza Ooh, yeah yum like a neapolitan or anyway i don't know i love pizza so i could have a pizza podcast that'd be fun sounds delicious though
3: yeah so that was good i mean but los angeles was a was a great time yeah it's just a a reminder of like so much stuff is happening out here yeah i almost i almost reached out to some people to see if i could make it to where they're recording donda 2 but i also didn't know what i would (laughs) like what request do you even make that justifies
2: that (laughs) yeah right
3: like can i just come by and they'd be like no, we're
2: professionals working on an album. Yeah. <laughs> and your only credentials are you talk about Kanye way, way, way too much.
3: Yeah. Maybe they would have
2: liked it, <laughs> but
3: maybe I'm the exact person they don't want in there. I would say so. Um I did see Theophilus London at the party. Cool. I forgot about that. And he was the first person that I saw and I was like, Should I go up and talk to him? And then I didn't. <laughs> you took the Travis route. But Yeah, that would have been, he was kind of like running around the whole time, like going up to different, he was the initial kind of like scene setter, Mm -hmm. like getting things in order. I mean, the same way that we've kind of seen on Instagram that he's kind of been directing things and um, stage managing, Mm -hmm. it feels like he was kind of doing that at the party. But in hindsight, I do regret not going up and just being like, hey, thank you so much for the access for Donda 2. It's been really fun to see the things that you've been
2: sharing. That would have been... Just uh, to let them know that we appreciate it, Chris. You did plenty. You don't need to do any more than you did. <laughs> don't beat yourself up so much. Yeah, yeah.
3: But it was a uh, it was really nice of like Kevin to make sure I got to go. Yeah. It was uh, nice to see how receptive Cootie and Shike were, and how happy like yeah. Kudi and Shike were. I feel like, like what a
2: it, what a great night for them. Every time I've seen them, like I, I guess I haven't seen them a ton. But like any time I've seen like clips of them or photos, of like they're just beaming. Like they're just living it up, like so happy all the time, like positive forces. I love it.
3: Yeah. They're just like the kind of people that when you're in the room with them, you're like, oh, this is so great. Yeah. Like, why can't everybody like, why is it everyone just this this great to be around?
2: (laughs) And then you think about me and you're like, gosh, Travis, why can't you be like this?
3: just stealing the light out of the room. That's what you do.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Okay. So, yeah. And like you said, like, the way Kanye was acting at the party, like, it was. It must have been shocking to see what then happened on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah,
3: over the next couple days. Because what that day, like, my birthday and the day after, he hadn't posted anything severe, right? Like, all the (sighs) cutty stuff started the next day. Yeah, the next day like all the kim stuff kind of like all the the skeet stuff started the next day yeah 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 Mm. it uh (laughs) i didn't even know how to respond to some of it i was just like it's such a a dichotomy right between the person that you just saw and then the social media post and even yay saying it at times in his super bowl post he's just like I'm completely calm right now. Like taking my kids to the Super Bowl, right. like, I'm not. I'm
2: not freaking out or losing my mind. Which was hard. It, it was kind of hard to tell because he was using all caps most of the time. <laughs> yes, yeah. pretty confrontational language most of the time. Um, yep. So, I feel like that was some interesting insight into Kanye because, like, like you said, like you were there with him. He was calm. He was like, you know, like recognized you, smiled, like took a picture. It's, uh, I feel like that's the the dynamic we get with Kanye. Like, the the balance of Kanye is that he, like, what's coming out, like, what we're seeing behind, like, past the man, you know? Just, like, on a page. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to understand him sometimes. Um, partly his own fault, which he talks about on his Instagram post today. Like, he needs to work at his communication. But also, just, like, Just the general narrative around Kanye, the way like the media spins everything, um, just who he's associated with. Like it it could be tough to like look past all that and just think about like he's a man, he's a human being. He's trying to communicate something. And yeah, trying to analyze all that. uh, I feel like I got a glimpse into your life this this weekend. trying to like talk about it in the YouTube videos. Like it's not easy (laughs) to do no it's it can be difficult trying to figure out how to
3: balance the initial reactions to what's said to being cognizant of there being a gap between what he's presenting and what he's actually feeling uh versus like how everybody else is viewing the situation it's a it's a little bit of a tightrope walk yeah reporting on like these kinds of things rather
2: than just like We saw a track list. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, what's your general takeaway from all that? I mean, I I talked a bit about it on the YouTube channel and stuff. Um, I don't know how much more I need to to dig in from my perspective, but like, what was your general takeaway? Like, what were you you seeing from Kanye this weekend? Uh, Like, (sighs) I guess maybe we should like. We should set the table a little bit because who knows? People could be listening to this like five years into the future. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh,
3: So this past weekend was Ye really going after Pete Davidson in a much more direct way, calling him out. He ended up calling out Kid Cuddy, saying like because Cuddy's friends with Pete, that Cuddy's not going to be on Donda 2. And... Called out what Billie Eilish as well Mm -hmm. for potentially saying she said, I don't resume the show until I know my fans are okay. Right. Which felt like uh, she didn't say Travis Scott, but it seemed like a directed, like, see, I'm different than Travis. So Ye calls her out, wants her to apologize, and she's like, I never said Travis Scott. Yeah. Which is just like, well, okay. (laughs) Which I
2: did technically. That was a weird response because even if she didn't mean it like in that moment would it if you didn't mention Travis Scott like you you weren't trying to associate this moment with him wouldn't you say like sorry if it came off that way like if you didn't mean it and you like you would be genuinely sorry for that right yeah I
3: mean that would have been my reaction like <clears throat> I'm sorry I Did not mean to call out Travis, it's just with all the concert safety, blah, 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 blah. And said, she's just like, I never said Travis, which at the same time, like she's, people were like, I think right to point out she's 20 years old. Mm -hmm. She's still figuring things out. And I'm sure that there's a bit of a a shock that comes with having someone (laughs) as... (laughs) Uh, massive as yay calling you out and asking for an apology i can also understand why her first response would be like i never said travis like yeah <laughs> and just this like defensiveness
2: of can we just like don't call me out what is this yeah, yeah. exactly um, you can understand both sides like i i totally agree like if kanye did that to me i'd be like oh god what do i do <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah that's that's tricky when like you're put on like the international stage and like there's going to be headlines written about what you say, no matter what you say. Yeah.
3: So th- we got that kind of leading into the Kate Cuddy stuff, which then led into all the stuff about Pete's and him talking about Disney and Hulu and seeming to be saying that Kim's relationship with Pete's is by design for the forthcoming Kardashian Hulu series that's starting. Right. So they've been filming the first season of that show. And almost like this theory that, oh, her relationship with Pete is merely material for this show Mm -hmm. rather than something that's a legitimate relationship. Uh, While also then starting to get into, like, if you see Pete on the street, scream at him that Kim Ye is the best. Uh, he posted a text message conversation that it seemed like Pete Davidson reached out to Kanye to try to say like, Hey, I'm not trying to get in the way. I'm not trying to do anything. Like I haven't met the kids. I would never say anything bad. I hope we can all be friends. And Kanye was essentially like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kim reached out to him and was just like, you're creating a scary situation. You know, you, you, Fans, even though you said scream at Pete, fans could take that further. And Ye posted, like, don't do anything physical to Pete. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) And then Kim said something else, like, why are you doing this? Why can't, like, you ever keep our conversations private? And he's like, I just, I'm hearing from my favorite person in the world. I want the public to know. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, like, I get so torn because It's not how I would handle the situation Mm -hmm. at all. Um, But I'm also, I've never been in a position where I, I, in college, I was in a position where I was trying to like fight for someone that broke up with me. Mm -hmm. And I was doing like big gestures, (laughs) getting emotional, freaking out over things. And it did not feel good in the aftermath. Right, (laughs) right. Um, and none of it worked. I, none of it worked. Yeah. So I, I don't think this is going to go the way that yay wants it to. But then also with some of the posts, I'm also like how there are a few of the posts that felt like trolling in a way where I'm like, I can't tell if this is like genuine at this point, if this is trolling, like where is this landing? I, I, I believe that Ye's just being genuine. But then at the same time, we know that he's like a troll as well. (laughs) Right. So there's also part of me that's just wondering like how much of this is just him kind of like taking some shots, but I don't think he would be messing with Kim in that way.
2: So when you say, I've been like kind of, I just like, when you say being a troll, like what exactly do you mean?
3: with Kim saying like, why don't you ever keep our conversations private? He's like, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm so excited to show people that I got a message from my favorite person in the world. Okay. Yeah. There's a way to read that. That's very genuine. And then a way to read that. That's very sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Or with all the, the kind of the Pete stuff, it just feels like he's like taking the piss in some ways. Right. Going over the top,
2: like way too much. Yeah.
3: Like, it's a little it's a little over the top at times to where you're just like, "Oh, is he being genuine about all of this or is he just
2: it, wanting to create some controversy around it?" I mean, it's tough with Kanye to me. I know what you mean about the the troll-like behavior. I I I almost like hesitate using that word cuz I feel like that paints it you in know. a worse light than it is, but I yeah, I know what you're getting agreed. at. Um I, because i think Kanye is genuine like that is like one of the things i love about Kanye is like he is unlike most celebrities and politicians like any public figure where like when he says something like i think he believes it like i think he's really like exposing himself in a fearless way um it it's just that as we know with Kanye he gets he gets ramped up <laughs> we've seen him do it many times like it, it and no matter like what setting it is it can usually be taken in a bad light like even the trump visit like people just thought that was an awful event even though like when you just think about what he was actually saying and talking about like nothing but good was happening during that um yeah so it it, when he's i guess it's a little different when you're talking about like being potentially violent towards somebody else um but i still think like the, the the inner the core of it all is that like he's fighting for something he wants back in his life. And that is pushing him in these directions that isn't great. But, uh, the, the core of it is like, you, you could sympathize with it and you could be understanding of it. Yeah. I definitely like sympathize with what he's going
3: through and what he's like attempting to do and achieve. I just, I always come back because we talked in 2018, like how much of what he was doing in the political arena was like performance art, right? Sure. There was that whole performance art theory um, that got started. And he had posted, even a couple months before everything took off, uh, a few performance art books right. and about various performance artists. And then suddenly he's in this midst of this like national headline raising. <laughs> right. uh, back and forth where and people were pointing out like the same day that this really thoughtful interview with Charlemagne the God posts to the internet, he does the TMZ interview, and you're getting the contrasting energies. And I think in hindsight, I mean even in that year that kind of became dispelled. But right, and in hindsight as he's talked about everything, you can tell it was he was very genuine about what he was doing, what he was feeling in terms of what it means to put the red hat on, what it means to kind of break out of monolithic thoughts and how empowered he felt from that. But there's something in part three of the Genius documentary where in the aftermath of College Dropout coming out and being successful, and I think even late registration maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, Cootie says that he went up to Kanye about putting the doc together and maybe releasing it like that early. We're talking 2004, 2005. And Kanye's response was saying that he was now playing a character and didn't want people to be able to see who he really was behind the scenes. Hmm. So it's like, even at that point early on in like 2005, 2006, he's talking about playing a character. Yeah. In terms of facing the public. And I always just like, there's always just part of me wondering how much, like, when or where or if ever, still to this day, he's like actively putting on like any kind of like character arc or role or has some like self awareness about like, okay, I'm going to do this and it's going to cause this and
2: I'm going to do this and it's going to. Totally. Hmm. I. I I feel like you talking about all this and bringing up that moment, in the documentary, it's helping me crystallize something I've always thought about Kanye It's that it's not it both is and isn't performance art. Um, like what's great about Kanye is that he's so fearless and will say what's on his mind and will go that extra step that nobody else will go to. Like he mm-hmm. will, He will put himself out there in a way that anybody else in the world would be like, well, if I did or said that, (laughs) that would be the end of me. Kanye becomes this, like, I feel like it's what we always talk about when we, we write about movies, you know, like this idea of defamiliarization. Like, what if you took something simple and you turned it into this, like, next level thing and you put it in this unfamiliar setting and then you're able to explore this idea that allows you to evaluate it in this fresh way, but then, like, when you think about the core elements of it, you're like, oh, like, this is actually similar to something humans go through and and deal with. Um, I feel that like Connie is that, in a way, he's kind of like a walking story, and he knows it, like, he like, by going after um, like, going after his wife in the way he is, like, trying to win her back like, doing it in this this enormous way like it becomes this example of like what if you like actually did that and what if millions of people could see it and what if we all saw it play out in real time in this next level way that feels so ridiculous and not real yet is totally real like you talking yeah. about the story with you and this girl that you liked that you wanted to win back like it's all these machinations of Kanye. like and it's the same that we talk about of his albums like this this uh this quest for success and what that success is and how you define it and how it's fulfilling and how it changes from step to the next step to the next step. It The fact that he lays himself out like that and exposes himself and talks about each chapter of his life in his albums, like it, it just becomes like this moment in Instagram to me, like, is it any different? Like, I guess in a way you could read it as him playing a character, except he's, He's playing out what he wants to happen. He's trying to will this thing to happen by doing this thing that seems movie like and ridiculous. I'm like, ah, ah, we don't know how to react to it. Cause like humans don't do this, but Kanye's doing it. And it forces <laughs> us to like watch it, react to it, think about it, and then reflect on ourselves, you know? Yeah, maybe that's like I think you just
3: kind of hit at the core of the tension, right? Cause it's like when you talk about performance art, it almost feels like you're saying there's a fakeness to it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this isn't real, this isn't intentional, it's just performance, right? He's trying to get a reaction, but this might not be how he's actually feeling. And it's like, no, no, this right. is how he's feeling <laughs> but it seems like he's aware that he's putting it putting on a show for people. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. You're not recording obviously, because you have the door open. So uh, am, I am I am recording. You are recording? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 um, he's tweeting, like, I don't authorize Netflix, blah, blah, blah. but then he like just showed up at the party. Yeah. And that's when I realized that reality and the performance is blurring. Right. Like, it's all melding and together. There's
1: like, it's not as clear as its finger. Love early. it. The, that's out the window. It's gray. It's
2: all fucking
3: gray. <laughs> <laughs> it is all gray. Wow. And set <laughs> from
2: the wife. I love it. It's okay. Wait, you mentioned know, that. Yeah, you're going you to hear me? Yeah, everybody's going to hear. <laughs> it was a great point. <laughs>
3: Travis said it's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> so usually I have the door closed when I'm recording yeah, right. and the door open when we're not recording, but because Marie was upstairs I had the door open. Yeah. So she's just like he's not recording. You're really rubbing off on her. <laughs> <laughs> she is she has thoughts, she has things to I love say. It. I love it. She has good things to say. Yeah. So what she's talking about is that you have Ye essentially calling out multiple times this Netflix documentary, right? Like, I need final edit on it. I, it's not going to come out unless I like get to do this. We need to have Drake narrates, and it makes it seem like, oh, he's totally against this documentary. That might be the perception that a lot of people have. And then he's at the premiere party. He's giving a speech, like before the party, after the after the. After the premiere, right? He sat and watched the whole movie, mm-hmm. commented on it after, and it's like whatever drama was there regarding this documentary, is it what happened in real life? Right. So you get this sense of like Kanye angry at the documentary versus in reality, he's supporting the documentary. Right. So what is the the reality in the situation with the recent Instagram posts? And he's probably genuinely feeling a lot of these things, Mm. but there's also this idea that he's going to put it out there because life is a performance, life is a stage. So, Yeah. yeah, he's making it into spectacle Yeah. while also in this whole zone of I'm controlling my narrative, I'm putting things out there, I'm my own media. Like he talked about, he had that one post where he said, you know the daily mail can post 50 times in a day and no one says anything <laughs> but if i post yeah. all these thoughts then suddenly like i'm crazy and like something's wrong right it's like but i'm i'm like a media i'm a celebrity like with the story all this stuff so i it does feel like part of this part of me always wonders if he is if he is making a larger point mm-hmm. or discovering a larger point in the moment of what he's doing, but it's never quite as simple as just, like, Kanye's freaking out. Uh, to reduce it to just that, I feel is unfair to his track record over the years and unfair to everything that he's accomplished.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, there's, like, so many crystallizing thoughts happening right Like, it's really revealing... This whole conversation, everything that happened this weekend, as much as like you might not like it, and it, and it makes you uncomfortable, (laughs) and makes you disappointed and frustrated. Like what Kanye is doing, like this makes him an important person. Like it is truly important that we have somebody that will go to these lanes again. Not always good, not always bad. Um, It can. The fact that he's, because I, I, Connie's whole message from the very beginning is like, I believe in myself so much that like, I will catapult myself through the stratosphere. Like I will become a huge star and I'll become an inspiration to so many people. His ability to just be living that way now, like to just always do what he wants, to always push the boundaries, to always take that extra step that you don't think is is possible for you yourself to take like he's become this walking breathing character in that way like he he just now he both is himself and like has normal wants and desires like anybody else and is this this example like this this walking example of like what you can do and the fact that that's not always a good thing like that that can make him seem like a villain that can it, you could argue for a million years why like everything Connie has done isn't is is bad but the fact that he is doing it like makes him important like he's forcing you to think about it. he's forcing us to reflect like what are the boundaries of human beings it's it's really fascinating
3: yeah i As you're saying, like, there's this... And I think the documentary gets at this, too. Genius, like, part one, part two, and part three. As, like, part one and part two are so purely the underdog story, Right. right? Like, what we hear on Last Call, the success of the college dropout, the legend that made Kanye West Kanye West of going from the kid in Chicago, defying all the odds, being pigeonholed as a producer, to making it as a rapper and winning all these Grammys, having all this success... And it's you can so easily point to the positive examples and the positive ways in which Yay inspires fans and why his story is important in that way. And as you're saying, you have the the flip side of that. Yeah, all the examples that he's provided of controversy, and there's instruction in both ways. Right, right. where I feel like in this most recent episode with Kim. It's not how I would recommend to anybody to win back their significant other. Um, Which, you know, he's fighting for his family. He's doing like everything that he feels that he should do. But sometimes the steps you take forward actually are steps backwards. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the steps backwards can be the best way to go forwards. But there's just, there's going to be people that learn from this, right? That are just like, oh, if I'm in a similar situation, I'm not going to take that path. right? Or there'll be people that try going that route, doing this big thing, I'm fighting for you and see the results of it probably not going the way that you hope it would. And saying, okay, what do we do in the aftermath of this? But It's like the same lessons that you get from watching characters in movies, you get from following the ups and downs and Kanye learning, like using all of his skills to achieve the things he's achieved, but also being a human that isn't always perfect and learning from it. But being like, I think a genuinely Mm well-meaning person, That will learn and carry forward and grow from these experiences and grow from the mistakes. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes him so truly compelling and important. Is it that he's perfect, but that he puts it all out there and allows us to
2: learn from it? Decidedly different. Decidedly different, indeed. Oh, man. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, over the years, like, movies are so important in my life and, and Chris's life as well. And mm-hmm. we've gotten, I think you and I have collectively. The more we've written about movies, talked about movies, we've gotten better and better at watching movies and taking more and more away from them. And but it, I mean, at the end of the day, like it is a movie. Like the beauty of art, art elucidates life. Like it, it exposes the underbelly, the these these things like we don't always think about. It, it, art has this beautiful way of using stories to uh, force us to insert ourselves into these situations to think about what we would do and how we'd react and who we really are. Kanye takes that. He's he is that. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that nuts? Like there is truly no one. Else. And like you said, the great thing about Kanye is he is well intentioned. He means well and he is open to criticism. He was we saw from his latest Instagram post or one of the, the latest ones that he's listening to the people in his life and thinking about what he's done it's not like he's this like terrible human being i don't want to name names but you, you could probably think of a few yourself uh who are just like yeah. these absolute villains of like no disregard for others like don't want to back down from who they are kanye like he does feel like he's always changing like a, a character in a movie like a movie can't be profound and life-changing to you if like the character doesn't go on a journey, doesn't learn something, doesn't change. And a lot of people in this world don't. And Kanye constantly does. Yep. It's it's a strange... I don't think...
3: I mean, I can see people being like, well, you're just going easy, like blah, 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 blah. And I get that it's a perspective that doesn't suit everyone's perspective Mm -hmm. on things. But I think that it's a perspective that's fair to have and fair to like... Consider rather than just being so one-dimensionally, like, he's awful or everything he does is perfect. Like, I think, especially, you know, recently I've seen a number of fans online just either supporting everything 100% Mm -hmm. or feeling awkward about not supporting everything 100% um, or even fans attacking others for not supporting everything 100%. And I don't think you have to like everything that Kanye does to like Kanye and appreciate what he's doing and the story that he's telling. Like, I think there's gonna come a time for everybody where there's something you don't agree with and just to know that that's okay. And the same thing, like Kanye says, like, I'm learning, like, I'm improving. There's still, like, a human element here and it's okay to not always agree and you don't have to attack people that don't always agree with everything that's going on. But at the same time, like I think it's fair to appreciate like how much he's putting himself out there totally. in both the good ways and the, the negative ways and how instructive that can be for a lot of people. Yeah.
2: I mean, you're right. Not everyone's going to appreciate him in quotes, but like, again, he's important in the way that it, he is impactful. Like no matter what way you shake it, how much you like him or dislike him, like he has an impact. I, I, my uh, wife had her friends over this weekend and none of them are Kanye fans, but you know, I wander into the room at some point and they like, they start asking me about Kanye and (laughs) we have a conversation about him and maybe they're being light and nice because they know I like Kanye, (laughs) but it's not like any of them were like, you know, uh, completely calling him out. Like they're an actual conversation happened and like they, they got a little insight into like, where Connie's at, um, like what he's fighting for. And in that same night, like th- the flow of the conversation, we went to other places besides Connie, but a lot of it recalled what Connie was going through. Like people are talking about ex-boyfriends and like how it makes them feel to see, you know, their, their boyfriend on social media. with this other person, like it happened and like, there's no way what, co- what Connie is going through something you're definitely aware of because he is so ever present in culture. Like that, has somehow had an impact on this conversation we're now having. It's it he he like like we're saying, like he just he because he's allowing himself to be that character and be that exposed, like he ends up having an impact no matter how much you appreciate him or like him or dislike him. It's uh I don't know when
3: we'll ever see anyone or anything like this again. I know.
2: That's why we're doing this show.
3: That's why we're the leading scholars of Kanye West.
2: (laughs) I'll take that badge proudly. (laughs) All
3: right. Well, anything else?
2: No, Chris, I'm happy for you. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. It was cool.
3: Oh, Justin LeBoy walked by too. Oh, nice. And I didn't know what to say. He was was just kind of like strolling. He seemed like he always looks so serene in photos. And in person, he was just like walking by like a slight smile on his face, just like Softness in his eyes, walking like completely seemed like without a care in the world. I was just like, he really does seem like the most (laughs) calm person to be around. Yeah, (laughs) like just a very like nice
2: presence. I was like, okay, I I get it. I get it. Yeah. In that moment, he like calmed you down and like made you able to talk to Kanye.
3: Yeah, he. I did see him
2: right before talking with yeah Kanye. He. That's his effect. Yeah.
3: he was he was the the cool breeze that I needed <laughs>
0: uh,
2: okay that's uh that's it right we're done yeah that's all all right everybody please stay wavy keep it loopy And I
1: am to the rock. and they ask me they ask me they ask me I tell them where's your glasses your glasses your glasses
0: too this is the last call for alcohol for the to So get your ass up off the wall.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality